Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I'm your host, Keisha. We've got producer James in the studio. He's got his pen and his paper together, looking like he's ready to be a real producer. We shall see. I don't know. I'm all ready for class. Okay. You look like you are. So, you know, I've just, you know, tried to die last week. I had the flu, had bronchitis, you know. You know, it's weird because the older that we get, it feels like, the harder and longer it takes to get over shit. You know what I mean? Things that like you used to catch wouldn't be that bad. And now you're like, I need to be admitted into the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I know it's only a small cut on my finger, but it's taking a while for it to close up. I need hospitalization, perhaps a little a finger cast or something. Like it's like your illnesses become more dramatic the older that you get. Do the illnesses become more dramatic or do you become more dramatic? Look, all I know is that I have been having some major allergy issues for weeks, which that's not like a big thing. But you know when you just start feeling different. Um, I had got a cough and when you're coughing through the cough medicine that they prescribe, you know, it's a problem. I even, right. you know, told James, can you please ask him if there's a such thing as an allergy cough syrup? And he's like, so uh, I did that and they said, no, because people would OD on that. So I just created a medicine in my own head. I, I think I am going to get with a scientist and try to get that together because I, I think a lot of people have allergy cough. See, if you did that, you'd probably end up having like a sinus cough, allergy, period, yeah, general all arthritis the things. Yeah. Because, you know, you can't even fucking cough. Uh, in public because people think you have COVID or, or, or RSV. So you just carry around your little bottle that says allergy cough. Everyone well, whole, knows what you have. Oh yeah. Well, the whole goddamn family was sick. Yeah, it's just like it was a continuous thing. And I will say I was the last one to get sick, surprisingly, <laughs> because I'm the one with the weakest immune system. And these motherfuckers don't care. They go to daycare. My mom drives uh, a city bus. My kid goes to school. My niece's mom works in a restaurant. And they just bring all the germs home to me. Like, literally, I have a disease where I have to take medicine to suppress <laughs> My immune system, okay? I take a medicine medicine every day for that. Plus, on top of that, I get IV infusions that even lessen that. These motherfuckers come in my room breathing, coughing, snotting, drinking out of my straw. I'm just like... Well, how about you tell them what you did with the small child who was running 104-degree fever? What did I do with the small child? Oh, let her kiss you right in the mouth? I mean... (laughs) I mean, gave her, like, straight-up mouth kisses? Yeah. You know, I can't help she has a runny nose. I'm not going to miss but out on it. you to put your mouth near her. She wanted a kiss. I gave her a kiss. I risked my life. Maybe, they'll, maybe they'll, they'll put that on my headstone. The one who risked her life for a kiss from her niece. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I had this really bad cough and it just would not go away. And I was literally up on, I felt like my throat was raw. She sounded bad. It was I bad. Mean, it was like she, you know, people cough a few times. Your cough was like 20, 25 seconds long. My ribs felt like I'd been in a boxing ring with Floyd Mayweather. Like, it felt that bad. And so, you know, I couldn't get an appointment with our PCP, so I go to the little, what is it, a minute clinic or whatever? Minute clinic? Yeah. So she's like, you got bronchitis. I'm going to put you on like three different medicines, blase, blase, blase. Let's be clear. Clinic 
in a CVS. Yeah. So okay. like she gives me steroids, like a strong, she's like, I'm going to give you the strongest steroid I can give you, uh, inhaler, uh, and some other medicine or whatever. So I'm okay. I'm thinking I'm good to go. So I start feeling better that day, feel better the next day. And then that night, all of a sudden the fucking Ooh. cough comes back with a vengeance plus phlegm. Plus phlegm. You know, it's one thing when I have a dry cough, but then you add phlegm to it. I'm convinced I'm dying of pneumonia. I am, my lungs are drowning. That is just how dramatic I get. And when I can't sleep, it's a problem. So really, it's not that I'm sick. It's I'm not going to have another sleepless night because of this cough. Mm -hmm. So I get go back to the same minute clinic. And I have to go to the first time. Yeah, I had to end up going. She's like, uh, I don't know. I can't give you any more medicines. The medicines I can give you, you can't take because of a medicine you already take. And then one, you can't take for your lupus. I need you to go to urgent care. I'm like, what the fuck? And that's when I found out I have the fucking flu. Yep. And I'm just like. Human rhinovirus. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it always makes me feel like I have a rhino's nose whenever they say <laughs> rhinovirus. You know what I mean? I always think, you know how there's some people that have that little weird nose? Oh, yeah. It looks like that bug that has like a, a rhino. What is it? It's a bug that has it's like a, a little rhino. Yeah, yes, exactly, yes. Yeah. I feel like I'm one of those. I'm like, does my nose look like that now? Like, it's, it's just a very, very, very weird name. So, yeah, right. it's been a phlegmy week, a coffee week like coughing week it's just <laughs> yeah it's been real just dramatical but i will say i did pretty good because usually when i get shit like this i damn near die true and yeah. i didn't this time it wasn't as dramatic as i can get right yeah, yeah you were just you were just annoying not scary how the fuck was i how can i be annoying when i'm sick and in my own bed yeah but we can hear you across the entire house every time you were coughing and it sounded so bad it made me feel bad for you and i just got tired of feeling bad for you well, here's another thing. When I'm sick, I excrete a lot. So there's, I do. There's lots of snot. It's not just like a regular, it's not like how a regular person blows their nose. It's like a lot. It is like all the phlegm you've ever had in your life comes out of your nose. I get nosebleeds. I get the sweats. I get the shit. I get, I have to pee a lot because it's like, it's all trying to come out of my body. Your whole body just leaks. It just leaks. Like the, it's, the whole time that I'm sick, it is like a constant thing. I shit like 20 times a day. I piss 30 times a day. It is all just trying. I feel like I took a fat shot. You know, when you take the fat shot and you take, eat or drink something bad, it just all comes, just, just starts pouring out of your body. That was me for a week. I'm just like. Just the word excrete. Is a it's a bad word. Well, is it it happens. No, I know, but just does it the, not? No, it for you, absolutely. It's so bad that I have to I can't have just like tissue. I have to have a snot shirt or a snot towel. You have a snot shirt on a regular day. Well, I had to like use a few. That's how I was going through them pretty heavy, okay? So you had to go in her closet. I had to go in my closet and get a new snot shirt. I'm like, well, I ain't wearing that shirt about twelve years. Come on. You're up next, batter up. It's your turn. You finally made it to the major leagues over here. So, yeah. So, you know, me and my 15-year-old toy poodle just have not, I don't know. We just not seeing, I don't know if we're not seeing eye to eye on things. I mean, I've, I'm my own person, and he thinks that he is in charge of my person and that his person needs to be attached to me. No one else can touch me, be by me. He runs me. He tells me what to do. I, you know, I talked about this before. You know, I need to find him like a little senior citizen's academy that I can drop him off to. It'd be better if it was a little bus that came by Tutu, and I have him out there with his little jacket on. 
his little thermos, his little, little Yeti cup with his name on it, his outfit and his lunch pad, then he can just go. I'll even go as far I'll pick him up. I'll pick him up a little bit earlier than the other parents. But some, he he is just doing way too much. So I guess he heard me talking shit about him. And since he's always by me, he can see when I'm scrolling through Facebook, right? right. So he goes, mm, I seen what Tammy's 17-year-old dog just passed away. Did you see that? <laughs> like he's reading the obituary just out the blue mm-hmm. i'm scrolling again oh go back go back oh lord that's a bypass for somebody else's that dog was 14 i'm older than him look how you're talking <laughs> shit about me you better appreciate this time so it's like a lot of people's dogs have passed away that are like really old and it does make me feel bad but goddamn, he makes it hard to feel hard. just he's just so he's just so much <laughs> He's almost like you know, like a your 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 grandpa or old uncle or someone something who's so old, and you and they talk him. shit all and, the time, and they make you miserable, and, and they make you like, miserable. I don't want you to die, but goddamn it, I'm not gonna. I'll be happy when you're gone. I mean, I love him to death, but he just is not enjoyable every day like no. he once was. He no. just cranky. He's mean. He's obsessive. It's, it's the obsessiveness that really does it right. because he's not slowing down. I mean, his vision's a little bit off. But that shit's real fucking selective. He slips a little more. He slips a little bit more. But it's usually when he's trying to do shit, old people shouldn't be trying to fucking do. <laughs> you know, his hearing is a little bit off, but I swear to God, that shit's really fucking selective. I don't think his hearing's bad. I think he just is really fucking selective. He just, yeah, so it's shit it, like it that. Is. Oh, I'm going to decide that I don't hear what you're telling me to do right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you're trying to take him out. He'll protest. Like, where the fuck else have you been shitting and pissing the last 15 years of life? Now, all of a sudden, outside's too, not good enough for you? Like, what the? <laughs> he just has become so much more than what his little body is. It's, the attitude just has increased so much. Like, even when I'm in the bathroom now, he'll come around the corner like, you've been in there too long. What the fuck are you doing? You know, I'm just like the other day, I, you know, I'm taking a shower and he's always come in the shower. You know, he's always come in, me, come in the bathroom with me when I shower or take a bath. I'm just used to that. But the other day I took a little bit extra long in the shower. He's just staring at me like, are we done yet? Is there like a show that we should be watching? Like TikTok, motherfucker, TikTok, motherfucker. Like he's timing my showers. I'm like, look, it's Black History Month. One thing, you're not fixing to rush me with taking a goddamn shower, okay? Especially in a white man's house. We had to march a lot to have this. You are not about to rush me, little small poodle. It's Black History Month. I'm fixing to use all this white man's good water, all the hot water, okay? You're not fixing to rush me like this. I'm, I'm extra all during the month of February. I really, I really, really am. And I just don't feel like I should be rushed. You know, I had to remind him. I said, you know, Target and I already fucked up. They had the little Black History Month, you know, people, civil rights people. And they had them on the wrong covers on the wrong books and shit. They had a Sojourner Truth on a Rosa Parks book. <laughs> they had a Martin Luther King cover on Malcolm X. Like, you had one job for one month. <laughs> for one <laughs> fucking month. One out of 12. And oh, you, you, couldn't, right. you, couldn't, you couldn't do it. So I actually need to go back because I bought two of those books at Target. <laughs> I bought two of them for my two nieces because it, to go in their little Valentine's Day bags. Because yep. they're all half. We've, we've got mm. the half breeds in the family. Yeah, we've had that conversation this week. Y yeah, and I'm like, I have to teach them how to be black. 
I'm like, I can't entrust that to their mothers who are not black women. I have to, let me get these little books. I know it don't match the aesthetic of all the heart shit that's going on with this bag, <laughs> but they getting some black history books in here. They are about to learn, especially one, because that little bitch can pass if she want to. <laughs> yes. She just looks straight up Mexican. Well, and, and that's what's funny because, and we talked about this, is, uh, yeah, we want them to know their black side for sure, but like the one who's half white, half black, we just agree they're not going to know anything about their white side. But the one who's half Hispanic, half like, you've got two pretty strong competing cultures there. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. And in a minute, I look at them and say, heifer, don't (laughs) fuck around and forget you black. Because I slept the black back in you. You just, like, it's a responsibility that we do have to mixed race kids. You know what I mean? Because the the world going to teach you to be white. We're going to treat you like you're black. Yeah, and that's a disservice if you don't get them prepared for the first time someone calls them a nigger. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to be like, what? What? Are they talking to the person behind me? Boo, they talking to you. You, you, Look at my hair. How can they say that? Yeah, so, you know, it's it's a fucked up situation, but you have to prepare because every black person is going to get called a nigger at some point in their life. It's just a rite of passage. You know what I mean? Sometimes by folks who love you. Sometimes, yep. You're going to get... I have never met a black person who has gone their whole entire life and they were never called a nigger. Really? No. <laughs> like, I was never called a nigger until we moved down here. Well, you say down here like you came from, like, Montana. Okay, from <laughs> Houston to like, small town Dickinson. Yeah, yeah. Houston to outside Houston. Yeah, I had never been called, like, a nigger was something I'd heard on television. Like, during Black History Month when you're watching, like, civil rights movies and shit <laughs> like that. Roots. Yeah, I had never been called that. And I mean, I can remember it vividly. Of course, it was the trashiest of a white person who did it. Yeah, of course. But yeah, it's like you have to prepare your kids for when that day comes. Yes. Yeah, it's a culture war. It, 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 is, it, it is, it is, it is, it is. And you know, we don't use that word around here. We will repeat a song lyric, but I mean, if you make a song that has the N-word in it, that means you want others to recite it. And so, that is really true. Like, you like you know, well, your dad throws around. Oh, yeah, my dad does. That's, yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah. Because he doesn't like them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Um, but no, in, like inside the house, like your mom, you, Skylar. No, we really, really don't. Really don't. Word at all. And, you know, that's the interesting thing about people and our the whole culture right now is that you have rappers who use the n-word in their song when you sing a song and you sell it it is because you want others to hear it and repeat it correct (laughs) so why is it that white little white kids in the third grade get beat up at school because they said nigga because they were fucking reciting kanye west drake or whoever it's in the song he is singing the song. I guarantee you, those rappers like wait every day to see that kind of story and then laugh their ass. They say, <laughs> "I got you, nigga." <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass cracker. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so you, you, I had to ask this because um, you know, on Pink Shade this week, you you used a word, a term I never heard before. I didn't know you made it up, but I love it, and it's okay. It's microwave bitches. I've mentioned this before. This is like nothing new. Microwave yeah, but, bitches. But what is a microwave bitch? That's bitches who want shit fast. <laughs> be it a husband, be it kids. Everything it in life, you just want it to be fast. It's like, you know, sometimes you got to bait that shit up. You got to read the ingredients. You got to crack over the book. 
<laughs> it say put this much vanilla in it. That's how much vanilla you put in it. You put this much flour in it. That's how much flour you put in it. You take your time. You get your little mixer. You mix it all up. You mix it, mix it, mix it. You go back let and it rest. you let it rest a little bit. Let then the dough you, rise. You, you put it in the oven and you let the shit bake. Okay? <laughs> now, would you rather microwave baked bread or bread that was baked in the oven? I want I want slow baked bread. Yeah, these I want slow bitches, cooked roast. Yeah, these bitches want everything super fast. And you know what? When you want and get things super fast, you tend to lose them just as fast as you did. That is true. Sometimes you just gotta let shit marinate and it comes out better. You see that dog over there right now? He just pissed on my curtains. This is the same little dog I was just telling y'all about. <laughs> Why do you put his diaper back on? He has it back oh, on, but he okay. still well, tried to piss on my not just curtains, these are drapes that we have in our home. <laughs> Luckily, they are piss-colored. But he just pissed. <laughs> and he just came from outside. He, I watch him do this shit all the time. And it's funny because he wears diapers every day. And yet, he'll still walk around lifting his legs. So I know if he didn't have that fucking diaper on, we would be swimming in piss. It has nothing to do with his old age. He's just an asshole. He used to be trained. He untrained himself. He did. He said, fuck it. I'm not going to follow your rules. It's like the more people and the more animals that we got in the house, he was just like, oh, I wasn't good enough. Okay, let me show you what I can really do. You're right. It's he, like the oldest kid, and all of a sudden yeah. you got five more kids, and the only one's like, fuck it. I'm no just going to go buck wild. That's yeah. what he does. And you know, and does he get in trouble for it? Nope. No. Because all, all he has to do is pull the old. I'm an old man card. <laughs> oh, I'm an old Lord, man. No. Don't hurt I'm me. I'm old. I'm old. old. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... I'm sitting here and I'm watching him lift his fucking leg it's like Red on Fox. those drapes. He's like Red, Red, uh, Red Fox from uh, Sanford and said, Oh Lord, it's now it's time. Yeah. It's I'm just like, <laughs> dude. Like, And he just walked out the room. He just left. Well, yeah. Like, I only it's came here to drop. do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're a friend of the Libra Lounge, which I hope that you are. Oh, you know what? Before I go into the gab, uh -oh. I have to thank one of our listeners, and I cannot forgive me. Because I, you're in my phone. Your name is in my phone. I cannot remember your name. But she decided to name our listeners the loungers. Ooh. And I think that's just great. I like, I like that one. In the three years I've been recording, I never fucking thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we never wanted to do like the cliched shit. Like, uh, you know, some shows will have, like they have a cute name for their listeners. We yeah. put it off long enough. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, we... the loungers. I'm like, that is perfect. Because yeah. there's nothing I love to do more than lounge. You are a lounge. I am a lounger. Yes, yes. I mean, and it's fucking in the name of the show, the Libra yeah. Lounger. Thank you for doing that. Because our two dumbasses couldn't think of anything. No. No, couldn't do I it. I kept trying to do something with Libra or Black. We never thought about the lounge <laughs> part at all. Wrong. No. We even one day we said maybe they should just be the Keishas. And it's so stupid, yeah. Okay, so the loungers. So if you're a friend of the Libra Lounge with Keisha, it is time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right. You know what? I am sick of rich people trying to behave like they're normal people. Like you worked really, really hard so that you could separate yourself from us. <laughs> Don't try to come back because the shit just comes out fake and it just pisses us off. For example, we all know Kim Kardashian has psoriasis, okay? Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know that. Yeah, she does. 
So she was on Instagram and she was complaining because she had a flare up. Okay. Bitch, I don't give a fuck about your psoriasis flare up. No, I don't. I feel sorry for a fucking kid on the burn unit. You know what I mean? I don't feel sorry for Kim Kardashian. And this has nothing to do with psoriasis. I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's horrible. But I don't feel sorry for her enough for her to be on Instagram whining about it. You guys, see this leg? It is just like normally, it is just like right here. But now it is completely broken out like all over the leg. Can you guys see it? It's so red right here. And I can see how it's like it's starting to, it's starting to spread. Bitch, it is going to spread. It's psoriasis. That's what it does. And she's like, and it just itches and burns so it's psoriasis that it itches and it burns meanwhile there's some poor kid who can't fucking blink uh, yes exactly so then she's like i have to put this cream on it yeah uh-huh go on because this is psoriasis. so okay yeah you put itch cream or or an antibiotic or a fucking steroid cream on it okay kim carry on then she really just brought it in <sighs> I have to wrap it with this saran wrap. And can you imagine having to sleep in that sound from the saran wrap that just all night long? Are you kidding me right now? Cause you, don't you have like a sleep noise maker that can like override the sound that, like it's literally one spot on her, the bottom part of her leg. She's complaining that she has to put saran wrap and the sound of fucking saran wrap. I love the sound of saran wrap. That means I'm about to open up something delicious. You know what I mean? That would be comforting to me in the middle of the night. It makes me think about a fucking sandwich. But she is complaining to people about this very minute psoriasis. It's not like it was all over her skin. It was literally in one spot. Okay. It's on her leg. And it was on her leg. Easily hideable spot. There's you wear makeup on your body all the time, any fucking way. She was probably more upset about the fact that she had to go somewhere and couldn't put makeup on the fucking leg. <laughs> I mean, there are people who have that shit on their face. Yeah, and it's really, yeah, they can't even fucking go outside. Yeah. And she is, I'm like, here's her attempt again to try to be normal. Yeah. And it just doesn't work they at think, all. They think everything is important to everyone because they're important yeah the only way that i'm going to what is kim kardashian is she billionaire or she's multi-millionaire yeah multi-millionaire the only way that i'm gonna feel sorry for a multi-millionaire is if they have no arms or no legs that's it that, <laughs> even that they can afford some fucking prosthetics yeah robotics like top of the line <laughs> i mean <laughs> you may get a little bit of sympathy for me for a little but i'm not gonna cry about it forever that you know you lost your arms and your legs you're a fucking multi-millionaire like i mean Pay somebody to carry you that's what I would do. I, do. I would totally do that. I was just like, I can't believe she is taking time out of her day to do that. You know, there's one reel, another reel, another reel. Then she's fucking talking about skims. I'm like, you want us to feel sorry for you, but then you still want us to buy your fucking ugly underwear. Really, Kim? Which like, might cause psoriasis. Who knows? Yeah, it probably fucking does all the tight shit that she fucking wears. <laughs> oh my God. So... Anyway, the I think it was the other night they had the Grammys, which I haven't watched an award show. Oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how many years because you basically don't have to watch the show because they're gonna constantly be posting all the highlights, who wore this, who wore that. And people have, over the years, they have gotten it like mixed up with what they wear to what award show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's certain things that you wear to the Oscars. Right. You know what I mean? 
That's your ball gowns. That's, you know, your big dramatic things. But when you go to like the Grammys, it's more like kind of rock and roll. It's more of a, it's supposed to be like more of a party. It's like yeah. a music thing. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit more edgy. And a lot of people failed horribly, but Miley Cyrus fucking rocked it out. Oh, I mean, she? she showed up like from the dress that she wore there to the outfit that she wore when she performed. It was so fucking rock and roll. She looked great. She looked young. She looked edgy. I was not a fan of the Tina Turner, uh, Beyond Thunderdome, Matt Max hairstyle that she fucking had on. <laughs> I was worried. I'm like, is she doing a Tina Turner tribute? And she's going to say, we don't need another hero because that's the hairstyle that she had. But no, Fantasia did that for Tina. I was just like, what? She looked like a Thundercat a little bit with the hairstyle. I like Chitara. Like, yeah. I was like... <laughs> I was like, I'm feeling everything, but that hair is, they can never just get it fully right. <laughs> and they always have to mess it up somewhere. She just. Somewhere they just try too hard in some little spot. And, and she tried way too hard with the hair. It was a lot. It was, it was thick. It was a lot of extensions. It was big, which I love big hair, but it's flipped back big. It just, I don't know. I don't, it just. Someone quite right, like her and her stylist didn't quite communicate <laughs> the vision. And then by, by the time it was done, it was too fucking late because, you know, you got to hit the red carpet at a certain time. Of course, James has to look it up now because he wants to be able to make fun of her hair. Look at it. I'm going to look because I didn't see it. Oh, it's a lot. Oh, OK. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Let's mm -hmm. see what we're doing here. I don't know. Um, a lot of rollers, oh. big rollers were used. Wow. Yeah, she really had it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, lots I of mean, big rollers. I mean, she looks good. She looks great. She looks really good. Yeah. And yeah, okay. Yeah. So something else that happened at the Grammy Awards was uh, Jay-Z. I don't even fucking know if <laughs> this motherfucker this. and his nose were up there to accept an award. <laughs> What about his fucking dread, his hair? That's just his hair. I don't yeah, know. Wow. He just is a constant. He looks like that one fish with those big lips and the two little small teeth. I don't know what kind of fish that is, but it's just mostly big lip. Yep. Um, parrotfish. Okay, like there you go. Um, he gets up there. He's got a little blue ivy. And I'm not a big fan of people taking their kids to award shows. I think that's stupid. You cannot tell me that that kid doesn't want to be anywhere but there playing their, playing their PlayStation 5. I just, they don't want to be there. I think it's to bring more attention to the artist than anything else, but yeah. whatever. So he and little Blue Ivy are up there accepting some kind of speech. And then this motherfucker just from out of no fucking where is like, oh, yo, you know, my wife has the most Grammys ever. Okay. But how is it that she's never won album of the year? Well, because she's never put out just a fucking great album. You know, it, it's, it consists of more yeah. than, like, two songs. Now, I will say that maybe her Lemonade album should have been maybe. But Beyonce doesn't put out, like, a great album. It is, like, a few hits. And it's, it's more about her, her shows that she does that's, like, you know, that right. really blows things up. But how fucking embarrassing to have your husband go up there in, like, not the right setting, not the right time, and... I don't know, as a fucking billionaire, and you just said I've won the most Grammys ever in life, and you can't even be happy with that? Right. Bitch, we can't even go to Jamaica right now. Violence is so bad. Are you up here <laughs> complaining about 
Beyonce's never won. I didn't seem like Beyonce had a problem with that at all. I mean, she wasn't even nominated, uh, nominated no. this year. Yeah. They totally could have skipped because as soon as he got his little award and they skipped a commercial, they fucking bounced. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what I would do, too, because I don't, mm, I don't want to sit through. I don't even want to sit through a whole wedding reception at all. It's like, feed me, give me a drink, and let me be on my way. But it's just like I had, like, secondhand embarrassment for him. I was like, here we go. <clears throat> Can't even do right during Black History Month. Hear this motherfucker Hova go <laughs> talking about his wife ain't one album. Of the, well, because she, maybe she hasn't earned it. You know what I mean? Why should she just get it because she's Beyonce? Well, she's got 35 she's Grammys, She's got 35 right? Grammys. She's had, she has the most Grammys ever. She's not being snubbed. No, like, she's not. And uh, I think he was in, a, in an attempt trying to play a race card, but it epically failed because black people even talking you, about him. Look. You can talk about lots of awards and, you know, kind of their historical, you know, treatment of blacks. Not the fucking Grammys. No. There, you know, there's a lot. You'd be surprised at the list of people who never won a Grammy. Like, Bob Marley was never even nominated for a Grammy. Queen never won a Grammy. I'm trying to remember the list that I saw earlier. I, I tried to sound like I just was so enthused in music history that I just knew these right off the bat. But I think it's like Queen, Kiss, never won um, a Grammy. Who? It's a whole shit ton of people that you would have expected would have won a Grammy who did not win a Grammy. So there's people that have been nominated, nominated. and not win. Like, like Snoop Dogg has been nominated 16 17 times. 17 times. Okay, yeah, okay. And, and has no Grammy. Yeah. Um, Bjork. Nominated yeah. like 17 times. Yeah, but she's fucking weird. I, no one wants to hear her go up there and say, give like a fucking, what is she, Icelandic fucking I, speech? No one wants to hear her talk. No one wants to hear her fucking talk. <laughs> it's enough to see the shit that she wears. But I like Bjork. You know, Bjork stay on my uh, playlist. I have like three Bjork songs mm. on my playlist. So I'm that black girl. So here's a few key ones. It's interesting. Okay. I mean, Tupac. Never want to. I mean, he did. I'm going to just be quiet. It's Black History mm. Month. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez. Who the fuck cares? She doesn't even sing her songs. Like, Sia. no, seriously. Sia is never one. Who has most definitely should have won a Grammy? Yeah. Bjork, uh, Nicki Minaj, who I don't think should have. I think she should have won. Well, really? here's the funny part. So they did announce her at her and Ice Spice as a Grammy winner the other night, but they didn't actually win. No. I was like, damn, like, I think there should be an award for if you fuck up and mis- mistakenly tell someone they got the award and they did it. I think you should get like a teeny tiny one that you could put like on a James Avery bracelet, like a charm. Like a paperweight? A, yeah, or something like that. Because can you imagine someone telling you you won a Grammy and you get all excited and they're like, oops, we made a mistake? Mm. I'd be pretty fucking pissed off. Diana Ross never won. She was nominated 13 times. She never won one herself. She got like a Lifetime Achievement mm-hmm. Award. Uh, from Recording Academy, but, you know, as part of the Supremes. Yeah, I mean, these are some pretty huge artists, okay? There are some big ones. Uh, back, uh, Backstreet Boys never won a Grammy. Now, that is dreadful. I mean, that, <laughs> wait, hold that up, is, hold up. Is there a, a number we can call or something? Like, how the fuck have the Backstreet Boys? Ne- <laughs> I am actually personally offended. I really, 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 I think next year they should deserve the Lifetime Achievement Grammy because that's some bullshit that they have never, really? The no. Backstreet Boys have never? No, you know, wow. this, this, this is amazing. Um, the Beach Boys nominated never won. Okay. 
with it being Black History Month, I don't think you should use the Beach Boys and as an example to me, okay, I'm a sorry. who's never okay. won. How about Buster Rhymes? Nominated twelve times, never won it. How many times have the Beach Boys been nominated? Four. Okay, then they may not need one. But if you've been nominated over <laughs> ten times, I think you fucking deserve. Yeah. If I were nominated for an award that many times, I would be banging on desk and knocking over shit, hopping <laughs> over executives and beating people over the head. Like, so y'all are fucking with me, right? How is it possible I've been? Like, who doesn't like me here? Whose dick do I have to suck over here to fucking get this Grammy Award? I mean, to be nominated that many times and not win, that's kind of a lot. Notorious B.I.G. was nominated four times, didn't win. Here's the thing. I wouldn't let Notorious B.I.G. nor T Tupac win because I don't want the motherfuckers fucking up my award show. You see that one guy, I can't, one rapper, I can't remember what oh, his name is. Like, he, how do you go win awards and get into a physical altercation, get arrested, then the very next day find out that your son who's been battling like kidney failure gets, is getting a kidney transfer? That is a lot of range of emotions to be going through within 24 hours. It is. That's when you show out doing Black History Month. Yeah. That is called Black History Month showing the fuck that is out making right there. Black History That right is making, there. I mean, I just... I don't know. I feel like my mom would be really disappointed in me if I won like awards and then so, fucking got arrested for fighting. I think so. And he's not even a young rapper. No. This is like he's first, too old for beef. He his son is like <laughs> like a teenager. Like who was he fighting and why? I don't know the backstory. I didn't know he got in trouble for fighting. I just saw that he got arrested for fighting. I didn't know what it was for. Oh, oh well. Remember. We were just talking about old rappers. Remember when we saw Bun B um, a couple week, a few weeks ago at that public relations thing you spoke at? Yeah, I remember it a few months ago. Well, months ago, uh -huh. months weeks. I mean, he's a aging rapper. Yeah, I can't imagine him having beef with anybody right now. I mean, he said that he's like, I know my <laughs> age. I stay in the right. the the lane of my age. <laughs> yeah, when you're in your forties and shit. You don't go out fighting. You have enough money and skills to know how to go out and hire someone to go kick someone's ass for you. You know what I mean? What do I look like fucking fight? I pay you $25 if you go over there and slap the wig off that stupid bitch over there talking shit. What the fuck do I look like at my big age getting up to go slap the dog shit out of some bitch that's talking shit? That is stupid to me. That is just dumb. Yeah. It's a crackhead at every fucking corner that will fucking, you can give a nickel to them and they fucking go step on a person's toe. Like that is so dumb to me. Why would I go out to the Grammy, something that is widely televised? I bet he had on a designer fucking sh a suit and you fighting. And didn't he win? He won. I and think he won more than one Grammy. If you won a Grammy, could anyone say shit to you? To I'd be like, nah, 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 boo, boo, sick your head into the I just want these Grammy. Fuck you, fuck you. Right, but you decide to fucking fight. Greatest nursery rhyme ever. Yeah, I just like, I don't know. I just want a Grammy. Yeah, I don't know. So when we get back from this break, we are going to cover some Thousand Pound Sisters. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast. I just want to let you guys know we do not encourage the use of the N-word. Do not listen to this podcast. You can go out in the real world 
saying the n-word because you heard it on this show i'm not responsible for anyone getting their ass kicked during the month of black history month because i don't care <laughs> <laughs> also i want to make sure you guys are following us on instagram and on facebook and if you're enjoying our show on itunes leave us a five-star review and also if you enjoy the show tell a friend about us all right so thousand pound sisters where okay. do we oh, begin don't forget support us on patreon and uh -huh. keisha is on cameo Cameo. So if you, want, if you want to send somebody a very special message or just have her read them for filth, I can do that, but you have to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> this all this attitude and all this booty not for free. <laughs> I work for coins, okay? All right, so Thousand Pound Sisters, you know, this is just, I don't know if this show will ever just get old to me. I don't I think James hopes that it one day will. Oh, God, he got old for me in five minutes. I love Fat People Journey. I do. Where are they going? I love I love a good, I mean, you know how people love a good piece of cheesecake? Yeah, they do. I love a fat person's journey because <laughs> I've had so many fat journeys myself. You like fat and you like trashy. I do. And they mix them together so well. Yeah. It's like the perfect drug for you. And speaking of that, if you go to YouTube right now or to TLC, you will see the new trailer for the new season of My, of my 600 Pound Life. This is a great show. Excellent show. All the fat journeys on that show. And from the trailer, one of my most favorite things uh -oh. is going to happen this season. Dr. Nell goes off? Oh, that's, that's just, just oh, okay. every single episode. There's a fat fall. Fat fall. You guys don't know how much I love a fat fall. Okay? <laughs> fat fall. I love it when a fat person falls because, like, I know that sounds mean, yeah. but I, I have been 350 and have been a fat fall. It's dramatic. You fall, you fall hard, you fall slow. It you takes forever. It takes forever to get down there. <laughs> then you have to lay there and come to the realization that you just had a fat fall. Then you're always, always, so you know your big ass cannot get up without assistance, but you're always going to try. So this is what you do first. You pop up a knee. You know damn well that other leg is not going to be able to support your weight to get up. But you try that knee. Then you pop the knee up, then you put your hand on that knee thinking you can push up. Knowing damn well you're going to break your kneecap. So then you fall back down. Then you roll. Okay. <laughs> then you roll. Then you see something nearby and you feel like, if I can just reach that, I can pull my weight up. You know that cannot happen. When you fat fall, you know you need help. But a fat person of strength and endurance is always going to try to help themselves because it's embarrassing when you have a fat fall. Mm -hmm. When you have a fat fall, you never want someone to come and help you. No. Even though you know they need to come help you. So you're going to grab onto something with all your might and all the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to get your hand on that thing and it's just going to come right back down okay it's going to be real dramatic and then you're going to fall back and you're going to roll you're going to be pissed off for a second then the tears will come the tears will come because you know you need fucking help to get up i have been that that person in the bathtub <laughs> I have been that fat person falling in public. I have been that fat person in the bed. 
I've been that bad person on the kitchen floor. I've been that bad person, okay? I love and appreciate a fat fault. It is funny to me. <laughs> Even when I'm telling my own experiences of fat falls. But I can accept my fat falls. Other people can't. Uh, this show is sponsored by Ozempic. By <laughs> It should be it should be uh, sponsored by Canes because Canes, <laughs> not raising Canes, an actual fucking cane because okay. every fat person needs a cane. I have my own cane, and I would tell people, I have this cane for my lupus days when it's bad, hmm. but it really was for the fat lupus days, Originally and I need it. Was for, yeah, it was for. Women. But it really was because if I weren't that fat, the lupus wouldn't have affected me that bad. And that cane has become a staple in our household. Mm -hmm. That cane has been used as a stripper pole. It has. Yeah, I know. It has been used as a gun. Yep. It has been used <laughs> to chase animals with. That thing has was worth every dollar that was spent <laughs> on it. Okay. <laughs> but it is always, if you are a fat person, it is always say it is always within your best interest to have a cane. To have a cane ready. To have a cane ready. Okay, let's get into the sisters, the Slayton sisters. All right, so on this episode, Tammy decides that she's going to talk Chris. Poor Chris. You know what? They, I hope they pay him like a chauffeur fee for all the times that he's had to drive these bitches to and from everywhere they go. You know, the, the facility that Caleb is in, it's like eight hours away. Oh, yeah. So Tammy decides she's going to go see Caleb at the facility, all right? So she sees him. He's not lost any weight at all. Not a pound. Not a pound. I mean, his stomach, and I'm not even trying to be funny, is damn near hitting the floor. Yeah. It's really, really big. And it, it, here's the thing. It's one thing to be fat, but it is also another thing how you carry and where you carry your fat. <laughs> when you carry your fat in your stomach, I, I, somewhere I heard that it's more dangerous because it does more damage to your heart. I've heard that, and I think it has to do with, like, the kind of fat that tends to get around your stomach more. I, I, I think there's something about the, the kind of fat you carry indicates how bad, like, you know, bad health you are. Well, something he's like that. badly in fat stomach health at this moment. So he sees her. He's always so sweet to her. He is just the sweetest guy to her, and she's still just, I don't think she loved that man not one little <laughs> bit. So she... Goes to his room and she's like, got him this, you know, the thing now is you give someone you love a pillow with your fucking face on it. <laughs> I don't care how much I love Tammy. I do not want her and her three teeth to be on a pillow that I have to see every day. I couldn't sleep with that. No, I don't, couldn't even sleep on that. Yeah. I bet sleeping on top of Tammy is pretty comfortable for a pillow. <laughs> no, I'm just that that pillow, like that wouldn't that would give me nightmares. I don't know, but he loved it. He was kissing all over. He said it was mm. going to be wet every night and I was like, "Ew, that's kind of some sweat. Gross or other things?" Chicken grease. Ew, either way, disgusting. <laughs> Fried chicken oil. Either way, it's going to be need to be washed in the morning <laughs> time, okay? So, it's their anniversary and Caleb plans, you know, a romantic dinner for them. And look, people tend to forget Excuse me, forget that the, the rehab facility that they're in is not a fat camp. 
See, and I thought it was no. supposed to be. I thought they did a controlled diet and all no, of that. No, it is a rehab that unfortunately really fat people who cannot live on their own or breathe on their on their own have to go to. Wow, okay. Mostly for respiratory respiratory issues. Yeah, well, it's all not. Have a lot right, they so. all have traits. That's why they're at wow. this rehab facility. No, they're not there to help them lose weight. I'm sure they kinda encourage it, perhaps, but no, they can pick whatever they want to eat. Wow. So for this romantic dinner that Tammy kind of rolls into, he's got mozzarella sticks. He's got chicken wings. He's got fried mushrooms. I'd marry a man that gave me, I mean, that's a good eating right there to me. I'm like, okay, is there mozzarella sauce? Is there marinara sauce? Is there like a dip for the, uh, the mushrooms? Like that is, you can win my heart with fried <laughs> mushrooms, okay? When you're enlarged. Hurt. Yes. So then Tammy looks at him like. <laughs> she was not pleased. You know, we're not supposed to have that, Caleb. And he just puts this, just, I don't know if he's got like thyroid eye disease because his eyes look like they are just bulging. He's got a little bit of everything. He's I just think. got a lot going on. And he just feels so defeated. Yep. So in his talking head, he said that even once Tammy got the weight loss surgery, she would occasionally indulge in the foods that he brought her for the anniversary, okay, which were fried foods. I mean, you don't not ever have fried food again in life once you've had the surgery. Especially living in Kentucky. Well, and as he said, he's like, not only am I in this rehab facility, but this is a really, really small town, and there's not a lot of options. Right. Plus, he's got to get the shit delivered, you know. And Tammy knows she fucking took that that little plate kit that he had home with her and ate that shit in the motel that night. Mm -hmm. There's no way she didn't eat that. She just wants him to make, she wants him to feel bad. Well, she wants him to lose weight and, and come I, home. I think she really yes. does want him to come home. But why ruin the anniversary dinner? Because he did exactly. It's okay. So first up, remember he wasn't losing weight and he couldn't get his trach out. So that well, he couldn't setback. get the surgery because he, instead of losing 37 pounds, he had gained well, it, 37 yeah. pounds. Right. And when yeah. she went into his room, she found that he had like a whole fucking side table full of snacks. Right. You know? So, right. So getting a bunch of fried food is not a one-off. That's, that's, but it's, that's for, it's for a romantic dinner. It's for a romantic dinner that is exactly opposite of everything she's been trying to get him to do. I don't care if I had weight loss surgery that same day. You offer me fried mushrooms, damn it, I'm going to eat them. <laughs> it's her anniversary. Okay. I don't, I can't remember if it was their anniversary, but they were celebrating something. It was, he had roses. He had like a little picture frame with their pictures in it. He made it all cute and all that good stuff. Okay. So while that's going on, Amy's back at home. Ooh, Amy. Amy's just been a mess. It's just a fucking mess. So now she's wanting to get rid of her wedding dress. But instead of getting rid of the wedding dress, which to me, that's like burn it, donate it, rip it up, shit on it, it or something or something yeah. like that. She's like, oh, we're going to get water guns and put paint on it. Okay. So that's what she, Amanda and Misty do with pastel colors. They're shooting water guns. They're shooting these pastel colors. all up. It made the dress fucking look better to me personally. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, you just kind of made it cuter than what it was, you know? So whenever Tammy gets back home, she and Amy take the Amy and her fucking badass kids to some kind of indoor little thing that they're doing. And she's telling Amy, you know, how much Caleb has been eating about all the snacks. And she's really just like drilling it in. And Amy and her cocked eye are looking at her like, 
<laughs> wow. This bitch is really on his ass this hard. She's like, her cheat days turn into fucking cheat years. Like, bitch, this is like the 17th season. Uh, you, like, we watched you struggle for 17 seasons on this show to get this weight loss surgery that you've had, and you haven't even had it for, like, what, a year and a half or whatever? Yeah, you're just now not a monster. Now she's now she's a, a nutritionist. She's a dietitian. <laughs> she is uh, the person that you know facilitates things for you after you get weight loss surgery. You know she's all of this. She's you know yeah. Have I seen her use a scale to measure her food, the food that she eats? You know, so all of a sudden the family decides that they're going to go on a family vacation. Okay, and they all decide that they're going to go to Pensacola, Florida because. Tammy has always wanted to go to the beach, but she's always been too fat to go to the beach. And I didn't know that it was a, that big of a deal for a fat person to walk on sand. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it's, it's hard enough. What, what, what normal. would happen? Like, get well, the, like, will you get stuck in the sand? Well, it's not so much getting stuck, but like, it's not solid. So your okay. foot is always moving. Okay. And you never know you which way it's going to move. And it's really, for fat people, it, it's really unstable. Okay. And it scares okay. the shit out of them okay. when they have to, like, adjust quickly. Okay, that makes perfect sense to me. So they're planning on going to Pensacola. Everyone's like, hey, we're going to fly. But then here comes Amy. I ain't flying. <laughs> I've been on a plane one time and never again. This is a no driver's license having bitch who cannot pass the, the vision part of the driving test, who is always talking about what she's not fucking going to. Mm -hmm. Bitch, you're going to sit wherever the fuck you're at <laughs> until someone comes to pick you up, whether it be an Uber driver, a Lyft driver, a cab driver, you know, one of those little Metro well drivers or a family <laughs> member. You're going to sit there and wherever that vehicle takes you, it's where you're going to fucking go. So Chris is like, look, I'm not driving. I just drove Tammy to and from. You know, I've been traveling. I had to drive her eight hours there, eight hours back. I'm not fucking driver, driving 10 hours to Florida when we can just take an hour-long flight. And I don't really blame him. No, I don't blame him at all. I don't blame him at all. No. So, you know, they're all about doing things as a family. And since everyone at this point has had weight loss surgery, they're like, okay, so we need to include some exercise in to all of this. And of all the people, the one person who hasn't had the weight loss surgery, who probably needs to go ahead and get a consultation is Brittany, Chris's yeah. wife. She's like, let's do a Zumba class. Cause she's just really soft-spoken <laughs> and Christian with her Pentecostal little hair garb on and, and her skirts hair. and her skirts. She's always in a skirt. So they all go to a Zumba class, which this actually looked kind of fun because they have not one lick of rhythm between the whole group of them. <laughs> no. But they're all trying. No. Tammy's out of her wheelchair. She's doing the damn thing. And then all of a sudden we see fucking Amy up against the wall. Sitting? No, she, no. She's yeah. the first she starts up oh, against yeah, the right. wall in mm -hmm. the class. That's right. Okay. She just quit. She just, she just, she just quits. I can understand that. You know, you're working out. I know I'm going to be out of breath if I'm taking a fucking Zumba class. Uh, I'm going to be confused because that bitch was going left, right, up, back, forth, <laughs> up, down, all around. And when you got two cocked eyes, that's a lot to keep up with and dance at the same time. <laughs> when all you can do is listen for commands. Oh, really? So I'm like, okay, Amy, you need a break. But then all of a sudden you see this bitch. She go, walks out of the Zumba class. She doesn't go to the, the little rec room, the little coffee station room. 
She didn't even go the on bathroom. fucking uh, the bathroom. She didn't even go to like the the a work the little fucking bench that you use when you're lifting weights. She sits <laughs> in the middle of the fucking gym and starts crying. Crisscross applesauce. I hate her for just crying in the middle of, of the, the fucking room, gym. Public. Yeah, on a dirty ass floor. People have to walk around you to get to their station where they're trying to get to. So of course that means everyone in the family. I mean, look, if I'm in a Zumba class for the first time, I will take that opportunity that, that I'm like, okay, this bitch out here crying. Break time. I'm going <laughs> to seize the opportunity five, to take, take a, a break. So they all go into a room and talk, sit on chairs like proper human beings do. You know, not fucking like a barnyard animal like she's doing, sitting in the middle of the fucking gym. Like fucking Eeyore. Just, Eeyore yeah. would do that. He would just sit down and cry in the middle of the fucking 100 acre woods. Exactly. So they're in there sitting and they're like, okay, Amy, what's wrong this time? And she's like, I just woke up with feeling bad. I've had a stomach ache. I've had to do, you had to do all the things that should have just kept your ass at home. You didn't feel good. Your stomach hurt. You tried to poop. You couldn't do that. So they start saying, are you taking your medicine? She's like, no. When was the last time you pooped? Two weeks ago. Well, bitch, what? you're dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet you didn't feel like taking the Zumba class. Like, you're dying. And then, you know, dying. she's supposed to sleep with a CPAC machine on, so she's not doing that. You know, she's fucking probably on Tinder trying to find her next fucking guy and shit like that, you know. So her family's all on her ass. They're like, you know, you you need to be healthy. You need to be doing this. There's no reason for you not to take your medicine. All of these things. You got to be healthy to take care of these boys and get your fucking shit together, right? So instead of collectively going back to the Zumba class, they just all leave, okay? <laughs> So she sits, sits in the notorious burgundy van in the back seat. Everyone else is standing outside. She's talking. She, I tried. I tried to do this. I can't. I'm a new single mom. I, I, just, I don't feel good. I just, I, I do. I do. I'm trying. Everyone's like, no, you're not doing the things that you're supposed to do. By that time, she gets pissed off, and she does the fucking infamous slow Back door, van closed. The automatic van door. That Tammy that Tammy has done on us on numerous occasions. I tell you what, if I'm talking to you and you decide you're going to close that van door, you better shut it hard and fucking fast. Because I'm going to reach my hand in there and slap the shit out of you. you while know, it's slowly while closing, it's slow, I'm getting a few shots in. Because to me, you're really trying to emphasize the fact that you don't want to hear the shit that I'm saying with that slow close. <laughs> I just, it is something about that slow close that I just cannot fucking take. All right. So now we go to the next episode and you know, there was, I can't remember if it was season one. I think it was season one because Tammy had that really weird, super tight bang oh, haircut yeah. that kind of flip at the end. And you know, her and Amy went to this, whatever rinky dick town that they live in, they went to go get pedicures. Okay. First of all, the one place it doesn't. Yeah, this place doesn't even have regular like pedicure chairs in it. They have a bowl that they sit. It's like a lawn chair in a bowl. So to me, there has been times and during my wait that I hesitated and my ass was too big to be sitting in a salon chair. So what made the two of them think it was a good idea for them to go get pedicures and everything was just going to be all right? For part of their body, one can't see because she's blind. Other one can't see because 
She's huge. Yeah, the lady couldn't really do anything. She couldn't do, she had to go move her bowl from the pedicure station that's not really a pedicure station, move the bowl to Tammy and her fat feet that were like, I don't think it was Tammy, it was Nasty as Amy who had blackness. Oh, yeah, her, her It looked like black. she walked through tar. <laughs> well, because the pedicure was up some stairs. And that's what screwed them up. They couldn't go up the stairs, like the three steps. Yeah, not even. I wouldn't. I don't call three steps stairs. I call them steps. (laughs) They couldn't make it up those steps. A couple of steps. So the lady said, "You know what? If the next time you've lost enough weight, I will give you free pedicures." So they go in for their free pedicures, and the lady was like, "Oh my gosh!" She's just like, "This is unbelievable." Just, I mean, yeah, Amy's lost some weight, but gosh, Tammy is just. unbelievable you know and tammy walks her ass right up up on those three steps and she gets her pedicure fucking nasty ass amy over there with fucking black truffles growing off the bottom of her feet okay so they get their pedicures because they're getting ready to go to florida so yeah yeah that's you know you get yourself together and whenever tammy gets home she gets a care package from caleb okay so this box includes Car air freshener, Febreze. Uh, what are the the little the little things you put in the dryer sheets? <laughs> Room spray. Another set of car air fresheners. A different kind of air freshener. The little bitty like travel air fresheners. I'm seeing a theme. And she's like, damn, do I stink? I'm like, bitch, you are like 400 pounds. The likelihood of you stinking a little bit is probably a little bit high. high. Yeah, and he's he shared a room with her. He probably does know that she is we, a little smelly. Well, we found out she hadn't been to the gynecologist in like 10 years. Yeah. Because that IUD was still up there. It was like past seven years that it should have been taken out of. Yeah. And this bitch goes in a gynecology office. She's like, there's a possibility I could be pregnant now because... I'm craving stuff I never craved before. The gynecologist is like, what do you crave? Water. Bitch, that means you're <laughs> suffering from dehydration. That's, you could probably get that's a... Thirsty. That's just thirst. Like, that doesn't mean... Pre- I've never heard a pregnant person say they craved water, and that's how they knew they were pregnant. Never. Never in my life. But leave it up to fucking Tammy. <laughs> oh, God, I tell you. So... They get their pedicures, she opens up her package, and then Amy and Chris decide that they want to go get a spray tan. Why? For the show. Let's just be honest. I mean, I I think every white person from the white people that I knew, and I know a lot, (laughs) they do tend to like to get a tan when they're going to the beach. Me and all my blackness, I thought you went to the beach to get tanned. That's what I thought. But obviously we're wrong. So they go, they get their tanned. I, okay. I'm not an expert in the field of tanning by any means. Right. But I feel like if I'm going to go get a spray tan, I'm going to say, okay, lady, you sprayed everything. Now I'm going to pay extra so I can lift up all these things that you didn't get and spray all of that so I could be one fucking color. These motherfuckers didn't do that. Uh-huh. Then what is the purpose of getting the tan? <laughs> I don't... The, the spots you can see. 
at least have a color. I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I was very confused, but I will say Chris did look good with his spray tan on his face. On his face. He, he looked pretty. His arms looked pretty good, you know. Yeah. So next, the girls all go bathing suit shopping, um, which I have to give it to them. They are very confident because even at the size that I am, I'm not going out in public to find a bathing suit. <laughs> I'm going to go to Amazon and take my chances with whatever gets shipped to my house. And have it delivered discreetly like they do with So builders. I can cry in the privacy of my own home by what I see in the mirror when I put the bathing suit on, okay? But these bitches are bright. They're getting two pieces. Yeah. I'm like, all right, go on there with your bad self. I'm just, oh, I just don't. You know, I, and people may not agree with me, but mama always taught me. She's, and she was right because I actually looked it up. The bikini was made for a certain body type. Yeah. And that body type included like the bottom part of your leg and like your thigh part of your leg are all the same size. It was made for an hourglass figure. It wasn't made for like a figure like mine. Not for an, well. The two-piece bathing suit. Yes. No, the two-piece bathing suit looks at me and said, bitch, that's why we created one pieces. <laughs> As a matter of fact, that's why we created one pieces with them little skirt bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> for people like you. <laughs> so, you know, they're 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 going shopping and great, 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 great. So the whole family, with the exception of Amy, flies. Okay. And Amy has to get carted down there by this poor, poor, poor boy. So let's just Tammy gets on the plane. Yep. She said this what she says. I don't know if my eyes saw the same thing that she said, <laughs> but I don't have the best vision, but I'm not blind. She said she did not have to use the two seats that they bought. I can believe her not having to use the two seats. Okay. I'll give you that one. She said the second she thing fit she said, the seat belt. No, no, no way. She had to have an extender. There's no way she didn't have to have a, have to have the one. The last time I flew, I flew as Fat Keisha, correct? Yes. And I said I wasn't flying as Fat Keisha ever again, you especially did. since my husband said she needs a seatbelt extender <laughs> over here. I was trying to make sure you were safe. He said it loud and he raised his hand and pointed down his finger at me so that the stewardess knew that it was for me. <laughs> I didn't do that. You did do that. So I know if I needed a seatbelt extender, there's no way. She had to have one. Unless they were, unless they were flying in a plane that was specifically built for fat people, yeah, I'm not buying it. But she I'm just glad she got on the plane. Meanwhile, Amy is traveling with her two obnoxious children. You know, I'm not gonna say two because the baby is great. It's the little motherfucker Gage. That's Gage what you get for naming your kid after a pet cemetery character. Yeah, that is what you get. That fucker never not cries. He, he is, is a batch off. of awful yeah, awfulness. He is. He, he, he acts more like everything. he was Tammy's baby. Always fussing <laughs> and whining. Just He is just never fucking happy. Nope. So Amanda's son, who probably needs to go ahead and get a consultation with Dr. Smith or Dr. Proctor himself, mm -hmm. drives them the 10, what is it, 10 hours? It was like, ten, well, it was supposed to be 10. But apparently with Amy. It was a little bit whatever, longer. It was like 12 or 14. 
Can you imagine riding in a car with Amy and her two kids? And this kid, this kid who's driving is like 20, 21. No. That would be horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. So the whole family makes it to the house. So they get to the house before Amy does. So, you know, they're all settled in, having fun. She gets there that night. So the next day, they were all gracious enough to let her sleep in. This is Amy. They took care of her boys, let her sleep in, and they're all ready. She, she, should, be, she should be fully refreshed, okay? Yep. So they're getting ready to go to the beach. She puts one child in the car seat. He threw one toy. She had a fucking breakdown and starts crying. <laughs> she sure did. Just starts crying. Boo. I can't do this. I can't. Gage. Glenn. I can't get Glenn. I just can't have a noose. Come on. I just do. I go home. <laughs> By the time she's done, fucking both of the kids are in their car seats asleep. <laughs> on the way to the fucking beach okay so they get to the beach she is in her bikini chris takes off his fucking shorts and he's got on a pair of what are those fucking shorts Trunks. called uh, the the hoochie daddy shorts <laughs> <laughs> and they have britney's face all over a flamingo float that's really funny that was actually pretty fucking funny um i like chris yeah, he said the next time after he gets his skin removal surgery, he's going to come out with a Speedo and it's going to have Britney's face right on the front, right over his <laughs> dick. And it is so funny because this woman is so highly religious, okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're all having fun. Um, Amy's like, well, everybody's looking at us like the hippos came to the beach. Yeah, you do happen to look at a group of fat people at the beach. I'm sorry. Even fat people will look at a fucking group of fat people <laughs> at the beach. Okay? I'm just, then you've got a camera crew with you. Like, yes, people, yes. Are, and then you're, you're in a, a fucking, spectacle. you're in a fucking bikini with a fucking deuce, a sand doo-doo turd in your fucking bottoms yeah. that you have to announce. Yes, people are going to stare. They, they may be staring, staring, wondering, is that Amy and Tammy? I don't know. Maybe they're staring because your kid's fucking floating away. I don't know. <laughs> they're staring at you. Maybe they're staring because there's a giant Sasquatch walking next to you with the bikini on there's a lot of things yeah because you've got amy who's like seven foot nine yeah. you know what i mean uh just an amazon there's a lot of things to fucking stare at yeah. with that group it's of people so it's, it's a lot going on and, and i don't even think people are really staring at them i think no. this is just amy i think they're looking but not like oh everybody come here look take a picture yeah so she's like people are gawking at them i'm a people looker Okay, yep. and if I go to the beach, my big ass is going to be with my sun hat on underneath a big umbrella with binoculars looking at any and everybody I can make fun of. That would be my, I'm not getting in the water. That would be <laughs> my sole purpose to go to, let me see what I can see over here. Yeah, that, yes, get over your fucking self. So they all leave the beach and they decide, you know what, we had such a great day. Let's go have dinner at this restaurant. It's a nice restaurant, seafood restaurant. They're sitting on like the top deck. Everyone looks really good. And there goes fucking Gage. <laughs> crying his ass off. <laughs> I hate my life. You know, just crying, 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 <laughs> crying, crying, crying. Amy's not doing anything except bawling herself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Since I left Michael. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking get your kid and leave. I don't know. So Amanda gets up. She, she can't. She, she can't, can't drive anywhere. 
I don't know. Take him to the fucking bathroom. I, I don't. I don't know. Take him to the van and close the door slowly. Slowly, yes, that's what you do. He may actually think that the van closing slowly is entertainment. It's like watching Elmo or some shit like that to him. I don't know. Fun game. So Amanda gets up and she, because who wants to be sitting somewhere? You've been in the sun all fucking day. It probably wasn't the best idea for the kids to go to this dinner, but they took him anyway. So Amanda gets up, she takes Gage, she's inconsolable, she's walking him around, just doing all the things that a parent should be doing to, you know, console this kid. And she just finally gets to the point, this kid needs to go home. You know what I mean? But instead of Amy saying, you know what, let me call an Uber, she's sitting next to Chris. I tried. I tried to do. And Chris is like, first of all, you need to fucking stop bawling because what what is that doing? Your kid's crying and now you fucking got to cry too? Like... Is this a crying therapy session that the two of you keep engaging in? What is going on? So Amanda pops back up and she's like, give me my keys. Give me my phone. I'm leaving. I'm taking him home. He needs to go home. So the aim's like, well, that means I got to go too. Come on, Glenn. Bitch, yeah, you do have to go. That's called parenting, you know. So <laughs> no, no one tried to stop them from leaving. Everybody else stayed and enjoyed their meal. Oh, yeah. Nobody said, oh, no, you don't have to. Yes. Oh, so... Yeah. Next week, next week, which I promise I'm going to put a show out because we're going to finish out this season. We're going to talk about the big fight and then the season finale, which will be Caleb's death, which is premiering this week. All right. Spoiler alert. Spo- what? We fucking already knew he died. <laughs> we, we, this wasn't like a surprise to any of us. Like, nothing, nothing. We knew he was going. We knew. Was, well, we saw him. <laughs> yeah, well, we continuously saw him not lose weight and gain weight and not be able to breathe. We knew it was coming. We just didn't know it was going to come during the fucking seats, the filming of the season. So True. we will have that out for you guys next week. And thank you so much for waiting for this episode. Thanks for supporting us. And we will talk to you soon. It's the Lieber Lounge. The Lieber Lounge. Ooh.